1: You know those times in the day when you can't fit in a full podcast, running out to the store, walking the dog or washing the dishes? Jam is the new way to listen when you have just enough time for the perfect short audio playlist. Get started at listentojam.com slash podcast and get your daily Jam playlist filled with more voices in less time. With Jam, you can choose from news, parenting tips, wellness advice and more. Go to listentojam.com slash podcast and satisfy your curiosity with short audio. Discover something new every
2: day.
0: You're listening to the Fade to Gray Network. <laughs> Nothing's going your way. You've had a bad day. It's good to keep it simple.
2: Michelle and Seth say take a deep breath. From Fade to Gray, it's mental. And PK.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Good add-in. Good add-in.
2: I tried. Tried real hard. Until we get that that intro, I always feel, until we get the new intro, I always feel a little bad uh, in playing that. But I do think it sets the stage for our show. And everyone, I want to welcome you to another episode of Mental we are excited to talk with you today about family traditions. But as as mental as as the mental podcast, we want to bring you quality material, but we also want to have fun. And and we really think that we probably should be your number one favorite mental health podcast show. I mean, if if, if we're Absolutely. not, if we're not, I'd like to know why. And, yeah, what the hell? And if. If there isn't a valid reason, I very much want to encourage you to check out Mental Podcasts on Apple Podcasts or Podbean or check us out here on Facebook to get started. Let's do a Mental Minute, everyone. How how are you? How how Seg- are you doing?
1: Segway right in there, Seth. He, Segway he just dropped right it right, just, right, in just <laughs> right in there. It's just hard. It's just a hard segue. Just, I'm not even... He yeah. it right off, man. We're He's s- like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> this is my intro. up, bing.
2: I did it. Okay. I introed the show, and now yep. I pass it off to you.
1: Yep. That's it.
0: That's
2: it. It's over now. hmm <laughs> So, so how's, how's everyone doing? The
0: end. The end. <laughs> PK should start. She went to the beach yesterday, so... Yeah, oh, it's yes. That's a good point.
1: Yes. Mental minutes. <laughs> mental minutes. I have been running, 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 very busy with school, work, and life in general. I've got uh, another uh, podcast called uh, Ask PK and uh, uh, the end. And, <laughs> and I've been trying to get all of that stuff together. Um, so yesterday, my wife and I went out to uh, Clearwater Beach. On my insistence, and the minute I got my feet in the sand, I started giggling and could not stop. I was so happy to be out there in, in the sand and just, there's something about that, that, that beach sand at Clearwater Beach. It's just, it's just soothing, healing. It's, it's that powdery, uh, sand. It's white. And it's one of the best beaches in the United States. So uh, you go out there. There was quite a few people out there. I was kind of surprised.
0: Well, like I told you, it was warm and sunny. I mean, the rest of us are cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yep, would be out yep. there too if I had the option.
1: <laughs> so I, I took I took my flip flops and I stuck them in my back pockets and uh, <laughs> I walked in the water uh, along the beach with uh, with my wife for a couple of miles. It felt like a couple of miles. It was probably only mile. <laughs> Just, just enjoyed the the water and uh, got some good relaxation and then we went out to the uh park last night uh in Largo here and they had a big light display spectacular and uh all the all the folks were out there with their kiddos and uh, there was just a lot of people out there just enjoying the the light displays and there was a choo-choo train and all that. Yes, Seth.
2: Okay. Now I'm (laughs) trying to think about this because you are in Florida and Florida is beautiful. And I Mm -hmm. like to go there for vacation. And normally (laughs) when I'm in Florida, there is a different culture, a different vibe than what I'm used to. And generally it's this vibe of, I don't give a fuck and you can do anything you want to. So (laughs) I'm, I'm curious. Uh, We are in the middle of a pandemic I'm assuming that all of the people at said event were masked up, including law enforcement everybody because, you know, we we we're, we're seeing like 3,000 deaths a day now. I mean, surely that's happening, right? Can you fill us in on that?
1: No, no, no. This is Florida and uh unfortunately, <laughs> uh, uh even though I don't know what it is, you know. I mean, we've got we've got we've got three members close members of our family that are positive for COVID, Hmm. one of which went through a life threatening struggle with uh, two strokes, major brain surgery, had to get a bone flap, uh, massive stroke is going to take a long, long time in recovery. So when you have that much impact in your life, and then, you know, people are close to you and they're getting hit with COVID, it it becomes very raw and real Mm -hmm. to you, you know, So uh, when my baby sister got diagnosed this week, right after my wife's mother, like the very next day, we got tagged, boom, boom, you know, it was very raw and real to me. So I guess it was surreal to go out there and, you know, we're seeing signs that say, you know, masks required every like 10 feet (laughs) at this event and i would uh venture to guess and i don't think that i'm being over zealous here about 50% of the people at this event did not have masks on wow. including the police officers that were there so wow. um you know and they were walking around just you know like it was just another day you know and and i was thinking how how can you in good conscience you know like I guess I guess they're just rolling the dice, you know. And if it happens, it happens, you
0: know. If we die, we die. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of them don't actually believe that it's a problem, though.
2: This is America, and and this pandemic, which is totally
0: true, is
2: a joke. It's not real.
0: Well,
1: it's to sick. some people, so I guess and and to me, you know, yeah, it it is it is your right and it's a it's a big issue. so I don't want to take up the whole program with that, you know, because it's it, it's a whole we could we could chew up the right. entire time with that um, we
0: could.
1: it because it is your right it, it, to be the person you are we we do live in a free country, you know, so we we had our masks on and we just we just pulled in and we had our time enjoying the lights and and taking pictures under the trees and when we were distance far enough away from people we took our masks off and we took a couple pictures and then we put them right back on and and uh mm-hmm. and we enjoyed our time together and for us that was you know a good tradition for the holiday that made us feel closer to the the holiday season and just celebrating that and feeling that sense of nostalgia that kind of feels like it was taken away in 2020 a little bit from us
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah. So that's my mental limit.
0: Mm. Oh, sounds like a nice day. I miss the beach. <laughs> I always like the beach. Yeah. I don't get in the water though. Well, but I was on the Pacific Ocean. That's a cold ocean. So <laughs> I think I think your water there's a little warmer. So yeah, does
1: it ever warm up on the on the uh, California side? I mean, it, side? It, it
0: gets warm enough outside that you don't mind the cold of the water, but the water stays pretty cold. It's. I mean, it's mm. the colder ocean, so.
1: What What's the temperature of the water? Do you know? I have no Over idea. There?
0: I just know it's, it's just cold, like
1: freezing. So yeah. they're always wearing suits when they get in the water. On that, a side.
0: lot of times in the in the summertime, you'll see people, you know, not necessarily wearing wetsuits. Um, just like I said, it's you know, it's warm enough. If it's in the eighties or you know, high eighties, low nineties at the beach, it's hot enough that you're okay with the water being that cold. But, you know, for the rest of the time, yeah, you're in a wetsuit. <laughs> not that I would know personally. I don't. I don't surf I don't get in the water I have a whole jaws thing so <laughs> <laughs> i'm scarred from childhood
1: <laughs> that jaws movie man that du that thing man that that traumatized me as a child too well, yeah. i oh. well in the one time
0: and of course as a child you don't know these distinctions but I was a small child and my mom took us to the lake in the summer and I got in the water and she started doing that music she started saying that music and all I knew was that meant shark and I was terrified. There was a shark in the water, even though it was a lake. And so I, I still vividly remember that. I'm like I'm, oh, I'm traumatized no. from that. Oh, no. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't get in the water very much.
1: <laughs> what is it with demented parents? You know, oh, like right. I, our, our generation, our parents were demented. Oh, like no. my father came up to me one time, and he was like, "Hey." You want a gumball? And he gave me a gumball. And I was all excited as a kid. And I put it in my mouth and it was a marble. And yeah. he thought that was funny. You could have broke a He too. thought that was hilarious. <laughs> but he thought it was funny. You know, I mean, he gave me a hot pepper once and he told me it was a regular pepper and I bit into it. And that was like a big gag. Like, you know, like our parents pulled some mean, mean tricks back then. Like that. You know, and, that and, was-
2: and it really paints a picture because you just reminded me of something that has been shared to me, time after time oh, after no. time. Oh yeah, i gonna have a memory from yes. from, <laughs> from my from my family. Um, you know, we just have it. People my age, we just have it easy. I mean, it's so evident that that growing up for you, it was like you had to walk uphill both ways. Yes, and, and I Thank mean, you. I, know, I I know that you had to like get the buggy out and everything, but oh, shut oh. I, I know I, Jesus. you know. No, it wasn't, it's a tough. Seth. We rode it's dinosaurs. Yeah. Dinosaurs? Uh, yeah, Sorry,
1: we rode that dinosaurs.
2: reminded me of that story of, you know, we had, it was uphill both ways. No.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. If only, know. if only we
2: had been, had gone through what, what you went through and, and how your parents were. I'm telling you
0: now, you have stories of being traumatized by your parents. I guarantee it. Everybody has par- stories of being traumatized by their parents. Right, I, I laugh about the things that I did to my kids. <laughs> I still am laughing about things that I did to my kids
2: well, good <laughs> we find we find humor in that, and it it livens things up. But let's yes. talk about your mental minute, Michelle. Tell us about yes. how you're uh, doing.
0: Yes. yes, I don't know what has been going on since I don't know. I'm kind of in a quandary. i I don't have a a set goal at the moment, so I'm kind of floundering. i I'm very structured. Uh-huh. I need those goals, and I kind of feel like, I'm out here being all nebulous and that's, that's a frustration for me, but I did sit down with my coach yesterday and we planned out a whole new plan. And so now I feel like I have a little bit of direction again. So that's nice, but it's a busy time of year for me professionally. It's, um, it's the big lead in to tax season. So everybody's trying to get their year end stuff together. And so lots of work for that and, uh, lots of headaches that go along with that. And trying now, now that I've had time to kind of decompress from the busyness of everything I was doing wh- while we moved here, now I'm kinda of like, "Okay, now I gotta actually get used to living here, you know, so a little bit of homesickness still, so that's I thought I should be over that by now, but then I realized I never really allowed myself to experience it because I was so focused on something else so what do you miss
1: what do you miss most about being out there?
0: The familiarity, I think you know i just i lived there for over 30 years so it was it was familiar and and in all honesty uh, and anybody would probably think this is obvious as well uh the political climate here is very different
2: oh yes
0: and as we just came through such a tumultuous election season and we're still enduring that it's it's very very different here so i feel very out of place because i am a more liberal person uh if we're going to put a label on it which i hate but it's a very conservative area. And so I've made friends here in the gym and everything and they're very outspoken about what they think is going on. And so it's it's me over here like <laughs> Listen, <laughs> saying nothing.
2: This is the price you pay, okay? Because yeah. if we look at if we look at the country and you were to think like who would Jesus come back for? Would He come back for people in Tennessee, or would He come back for the people in California? Who are the people making it to heaven? And I'll tell you what—it's not California. Oh, so you're in your God's—you God, are in God's country, <laughs> Give my me friend. A break. Breathe it in. It, it It is different, but, but this is what yeah. it's like to be-
1: You should get paid for that professional sarcasm. Holy.
2: Yeah, you, you know? should,
0: honestly. <laughs> no, honestly, I had somebody yesterday that I know in the gym, I talk to often in the gym, really like the person, and uh, we don't agree politically. I just don't discuss things. I know how he feels. He's very open about it. I just don't say anything. And we were close in proximity yesterday, and they, you know, they have TVs all over the gym, and there was- Fox News was on one of them, and they had a picture of the president getting on Air Force One or something. And he he chopper talk, yeah. He motioned at me, and I so I looked over, I took my earbud out, and I said, "Yeah." And he said, he points up at the screen, and he says, Um, "Do you think he can still pull this pull this together? Do you think he can still turn this around?" And I looked at him, and I know I had a look on my face like, I said, "I go, no, no, <laughs> no." <laughs> He's like, but there's just so much fraud. And I said, for God's sakes, bring in the proof or knock it off. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, let me shut up now. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a gym. His, his poor little plane, his poor little conservative plane so just bad, like crashing. I'm like, I'm like, come on, dude. Can we just accept reality, please? I mean.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. It makes that my, my head hurts. hurt. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I'm not in some great joyous you know mood over our elected officials. I think they're all kind of crooks, but <laughs> yeah. at the same time, that like, is what it is. Let's let's just deal with what it is. Let's not be living in this in this uh, little fantasy that we have going on in our head. And which, by the way, and again, I don't want to get off on this either, but I just want to mention this because I think <laughs> it's really important. There was a lot of violence yesterday. Because of protests over this,
2: yeah, I saw that's some people craziness. Got, some people were stabbed. What, what
0: happened and, yesterday? There were people stabbed in Washington D.C. yesterday. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, there was a police, a female police officer hurt. Uh, I think it was in Washington State, in, in Olympia, Washington. I, I could be wrong on that, but yeah, there's a lot of really ugly stuff going on out there, and and there's so much of the feeding of the flames of you know, that this is civil, illegitimate. Civil yeah. This is oh, because of all the illegitimacy. And I'm like, we've got to be more responsible with our rhetoric. We really have to be.
2: And isn't yeah. it interesting? Sorry. And I, it's hard not to jump in no, on this because, but is this, is it not interesting that really the people who were protesting yesterday were not, it wasn't your typical rally, like against police brutality or things like that, standing up for social justice. The people who are protesting right now are Trump supporters and it's it's interesting to majority, see yeah. it, to see how that varies, yeah. um, because they you know were 100 percent against protesting when it's you know against what they want, but when it's a, when they're fighting for it, they're perfectly okay to do it. Um, and yesterday, there apparently were several protests in which. They had mics and everything, and they were proclaiming, we're going to destroy the GOP and um, like take down the Republican Party. And this is from within. This is not liberals saying this. These are conservatives saying this. And that is actually scary because they're far more radical than the GOP, or at least historically Mm -hmm. has been. And it's not... Good. I don't.
0: Well, think. honestly, it's my contention that the number of Republican elected officials that signed on to the whole Texas lawsuit that yep. was filed, I think they did so not because they actually believed in it. I think they did so in order to maintain a base of supporters
2: because they yes. knew that the
0: people voting for them actually were very much in favor of that. And so I think it was symbolic at best. I uh, think
2: they're I think that their careers are over. And well, one and I of think them so too. and one think, of them is my cousin. I think they're
0: afraid. I think they're very very afraid that that the GOP is going to be destroyed because of this. Oh yeah. He's going to take and, it down. Yeah. Anyway, God, we're supposed to be talking about holiday stuff and Seth oh, well. has a mental minute to do, so do that.
2: Okay, <laughs> my mental minute. It's been an interesting week. I it's been a hard week.
1: I um, I want you to know that Marshall has come on the show because he, he he wants to know about your kitty.
0: Oh, he, he yeah. Really where's wants to Where's know. Lizzie? He
1: wants Lizzie to know how Lizzie's here. doing because Lizzie. he he knows that Lizzie was in the way, and and, and had says, a rough week. He he says, "How's your hot mama doing?" Because he sure noticed her.
2: Yeah, oh, she's doing well. She was here a few minutes ago. I'm sure she'll be back. She had to do the rounds to check on Manelli. You know, okay. they, they yeah. had to go smell each other's butts for a minute. Yeah. So, that's and what I almost do i I lied a little bit in the last episode. I <sighs> shared that I hadn't really heard Manelli hiss, and I realized that that is very much a lie. She's still hissing <laughs> every night. Aww. Uh, but that's but that's okay, when...
0: but be fair, Lizzie's been a real handful lately, so I think Manelli has a perfect reason to feel somewhat out of sorts, yes.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and this is what's scaring me about Manelli because clearly she has very bad arthritis Aww. and um, there have been moments when, uh, you know, she struggles to walk and I noticed it even this morning and it I've never seen this before. I posted one on Facebook where she was struggling to walk to walk. But this morning, she was doing the same thing. She Her back paws go like bow-legged, so like she they turn out a little bit, so she can't really walk. Mm-hmm. And then her tail curls up behind her. And I've never seen her do that with her tail. And I don't know. I mean, I think this is partially old age, you know, but it does scare me a little bit.
0: Oh, well, yeah. So oh, I mean, there's concern yeah. for our pets. I mean, have you had her looked at?
2: I I mean she was looked at a week and a half ago um at a vet and they charged me like three hundred dollars for that it's and so now it's like I don't have the funds yeah. to go spend another three hundred four hundred dollars I don't
0: right it's it's frustrating because they're their family they're like you know they're people to us and Absolutely. to not be able to know and them're not able to tell us what's going on is very frustrating yeah. um it sounds like it sounds like she might have some arthritis or something, Yeah. you know, and she's just stiff or something like that. Um, Probably. My daughter, I, I kid you not, my daughter used to take her dog every week. Uh, she worked for a chiropractor. She would take the dog in once a week and the chiropractor would adjust to the dog.
2: Really? And, really?
0: And fixed a hip problem. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. why wouldn't it work? If it works for people, why wouldn't it? It's all spine. It's all nerve. It's all, It's this, it, I mean, we're not built the same, but it's the same idea. So, Yeah. Her dog went every week, and he fixed... Uh, she had a hip problem. He fixed it. She's She does really well now, so. But it's so, sad.
2: So there's been cat drama there. Cat uh, drama. If we're talking like my mental minute, I mean, we talked about that <laughs> in the last episode. manelli has been pooping in front of the litter box. We've gone over that entire story. We know this whole thing. Is she still doing that? Uh, 100% she is. <laughs> and, and I just, you know... I it's a thing and so that's all happening (laughs) work has been busy very very busy in fact i just taught a class this last week that i have not felt the most confident in teaching Hmm. and so my insecurities were very very high you know which just kind of ramped up the stress of the week but it turned out okay i think I, i think We'll see. I'm
0: sure it did. Yeah. You're always hard on yourself. Of course I
2: am. But that's, (laughs) I have standards, right?
0: I know, I know.
2: (laughs) And so, yeah overall i think i'm doing well uh the country scares me to death i i don't know what's really happening or is going to happen um the supreme court did shut down uh the texas lawsuit and they deliberated for 34 minutes and made a decision and it was unanimous across the board which i think is pretty much the final coffin the final nail in the coffin to the fraud case Because you can't go any higher than the Supreme Court. So,
0: unless you listen to Facebook, because there are people that want us to appeal to the United Nations.
2: The United Nations? They do not run our country. Hello. (laughs)
0: That's what I was being sarcastic because people are actually saying that. I'm like, Have you read the Constitution? (laughs) Wait a minute.
1: I think we should ask Lucy on the peanuts. Thing yes, itself,
0: you know? it'll only cost a nickel.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> Lucy, will just pull the football out, and we'll be all done. We'll be done.
0: Now, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm still very nervous. Uh, uh, through tomorrow, I'm still very nervous. Of because they certify the electoral college tomorrow.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. so I know. So
0: when that when we get past that hurdle, then I'll be like, okay. <laughs> Because you just don't know. I mean, the atmosphere is so absolutely crazy right now that it it's, really,
2: it really is.
0: I find myself in a heightened state of anxiety, like
1: low, mm-hmm. you know, like
0: there all the time because I'm waiting for the next thing.
1: Well, with 2020, it's not just waiting for the shoe drop; <laughs> it's it's waiting for Amelda Marcos's closet to fall. Well, out, there, that's
0: know? true. I will give you that. Absolutely true. So,
1: yeah. And if you don't know who that is, she had a billion pairs of shoes. Yes, yeah, so. she did. Yeah.
0: And she was a dictator too, wasn't she? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it works on a couple levels, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, let's talk about something fun and uplifting, yeah. can we? <laughs> yes. Okay.
2: We are in the midst of a series called "A Fond Farewell to 2020," and.
1: Yay! Can, we just... Can I just flip it off? Can I just flip off 2020 right now? Can I just... Wait, it's off the screen. It's That's peachy. what I did too, off the
2: screen. Yes. I did it. I did it on the screen.
0: You're a handful though, Seth. Yeah, we well, know that, yeah. So. I break all the rules. <laughs> I know. But I
2: am so happy that 2020 is going bye-bye. Like I want it gone. Um, and so we have previously focused on series specifically on mental health Issues, mental health disorders, body dysmorphia, depression, we've talked about imposter syndrome, Um, and so we're going to take, we're taking a little break this month, and we're trying to talk about some positive things, and we already have an episode out regarding positive things, but coming around on this, we're going to talk about family traditions and trying to talk about family traditions in a way that we don't traumatize ourselves (laughs) by what goes on in our families, but being able to look at at the traditions and talk about how they're good things and how we're able to uh, pull things from that and how it makes us feel well. So let's talk. What are some of your family traditions growing up or current?
0: Hmm. Well, Well... Go ahead, PK. Go ahead. Well, I was
1: I was gonna say, I have a fond memory of back when Elvis was big, and my sister had a little Panasonic cassette recorder, and you loaded the cassette in like this. You put the cassette in and you pushed it down, and then you had to push play and record together to play. I
0: and remember Elvis, that.
1: Yes. Elvis was yeah. having a rockin. You know, he was going to be on Dick Clark's rockin', you know, special for New Year's. And my sister begged my father because we had to go to bed and she wanted to get Elvis on tape. And she begged him to push. All you got to do, Dad, is just push, just push record, Dad. It'll stop on its own, Dad. You don't have to do anything, Dad. Just please get Elvis. Please get Elvis. So she begged and begged and begged. And finally, my dad said, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. So... My father pushed record, Uh, and the next morning, my sister gleefully asked my dad if he had done it, and he said yes, and she pulled the cassette on and checked it, and she saw that the the cassette had rolled to the other side, so she was so excited to hear Elvis, you know? She went to play the tape, and right in the middle of Elvis's performance, my father had decided to eat an entire bag of potato chips. (laughs) Elvis, gosh. So right during him singing, Oh. Was-
0: <laughs> my poor so sad. sister
1: for- was sitting there leaning in. I mean, she, she had her head right on the table, girl, trying to hear Elvis over my Aww. father's munchings. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. It was just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Poor thing. God, oh, it Dad, was way to screw it up.
1: It was so <laughs> hilarious though, because she was so desperate to hear Elvis, you know? But that was that was a fond childhood memory for both of us. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it was just hilarious that dad didn't even think you don't eat potato chips while you're recording Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> You, oh I passed the towel, well, no, I have <laughs> questions, uh, yes, go ahead, go ahead,
2: well, because I'm a little bit younger, so like Elvis really isn't wasn't really around when I was alive, so, um, oh God, is that like is Elvis something that you like to listen to every christmas season?
1: uh, no, no, that no. was just back then, you know <laughs> we had we had Elvis, and then of course, we had uh. <clears throat> Andy Gibb was was a big thing back then at that time, uh, the Gibb brothers, uh, because they all had the hair parted down the middle. And oh, the Bee Gees.
0: The Bee Gees. The Bee Gees, yes. There you go, Michelle. I was like, who are the Gibb brothers? I don't know who you're talking about. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> now I know,
1: <laughs> and they all wore their 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 uh, the 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 V neck all the way down, you know, so that you could see their non chest hair.
0: Yes, exactly. Yes. But see, and, uh, this is all too much for Seth. He's he's a youngster.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. So you know, I mean, Elvis was not a, a Christmas thing. That was just something that happened during that that Christmas time, <laughs> you know, uh, because back then. We didn't have... Back then, it was about family getting together. Right. and And those traditions were basically around family getting together. And so we had five children in our family. And my father was Santa Claus. And he would tell us to go to bed. And we would focus so hard on going to bed. And there's nothing worse for a child to try to go to sleep when you know, you have to go to sleep because Santa's going to come right. when you go to sleep. <laughs> so you're sitting there going, Oh, I just gotta go to sleep. I gotta go to sleep. And um, dad would like race and get all the presents underneath the tree. And then we would like hear dad go, get up. Get up, Santa Claus game. And we would come we would come to the stairs and my father would be standing there with his red apple cheeks, sweat pouring down his face, you know, and he's freckled and he's got black jet black hair. Okay. Oh and boy. he looks like Fred Flintstone, he's like this is my dad, right? And I never could understand why dad was always just a ball of sweat when Santa came. Like, I didn't know if dad was chasing Santa around the house (laughs) trying to catch him or what, you know, but that was what happened when Santa came is my dad would be all sweaty. not wait for us to come see like and get our presents because he was so excited for us to unwrap those freaking presents.
0: Oh my goodness. Anyway. Anyway, there you go. There you go. So that's our tradition. Sweaty father at Christmas time. (laughs) Oh my God.
2: I think that I could talk about this for hours because first of all, that was awesome. And second of all, we have so many, it's not like when I just, there's so much, uh, stuff around the season growing, like, I, I just need to be able to speak English for a second. My mom takes Christmas pretty seriously in that the house is decked from Mm. top to bottom. And I don't mean like lights and like for other people to see, I'm talking about inside the home, Mm -hmm. like uh, she has boxes upon boxes upon boxes of Christmas decorations and the entire oh. house gets flipped and everything has its specific spot and half of it is antique. And there's, you know, so like coming home is kind of, there's just this certain atmosphere about Ooh, it.
1: The North Pole. Yes. I mean,
2: it's, I really, that means a lot to me. Granted, when, I like it when she does all of that before we get there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get there and have it be done. I, I don't want to be a part of it. growing up, <laughs> Seth, we were hang required, this over here.
2: Yeah. We were required <laughs> to do all of that. Now I don't have to which yes, is very nice
0: exactly oh. i very
2: much appreciate being able to come in and see it without having done all the hard work so who's doing to.
1: all the hard work now my father <laughs> poor <God>. guy
2: <laughs> my mom does most of it i'm just being smart ass but like yeah i mean <laughs> no. he gets told he gets told what to do that's how it works well, and that's then- how it
0: works yeah for decorating come on <sighs>
2: And we are getting lots of comments, by the way, on Facebook that are it's pretty cool. It's just gold.
0: Chris being a smart ass, though. Yeah, so. well. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hello, Christopher.
2: Hello, Grace Andrews. Uh,
0: Omar and all, was uh, hanging out, too. So.
2: Omar, oh, g- Hello, Omar. Good morning <laughs> to like, you, I sir. I
1: liked his comment about spin the ball at Christmas. I thought that was pretty <laughs> funny.
2: Kissing all his cousins. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, yes. does does that surprise you at all?
1: Omar lived in the uh, hillbilly country, apparently, where they wear no shoes
0: <laughs> for Christmas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Careful now. Poor, poor Omar.
2: <laughs> Anyhow, I, uh, Christmas Eve is also a really big deal and has been historically. I think it's changing now because my grandfather has passed away, hmm. but... Uh, That happened this last year. But normally, we all go home, um, like everyone to their respective families, and then we all meet at the old house where my grandparents lived. And it's actually where I had my car wreck when I was six. It was literally in front of that house. And grandpa would read the Christmas story, which would take 10 years. Um, and then we would <laughs> all sit around and talk about how thankful we are that we're born into such a Christian family and our morals and our values. And, you know, just how much we should be thankful for the for the for what we have um, and we'd play Christmas bingo. My aunt Kelly would shop all year long. Looking for wow. knockoffs that are, you know, they're it's crap primarily, but you know, she just gets it off of sales racks throughout the year and then it all gets wrapped and then everyone plays Christmas. White Christ-
1: elephant gifts.
2: Yeah. And we would do uh Christmas bingo. So you play bingo, and then if you won, then you gotta pick a gift and you can steal each other's gifts and oh. and that's a whole nasty Christmas. Yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> but I wanna hear about Michelle's <laughs> stories. Michelle
0: Ah. Uh. We had an ongoing tradition from the time my kids were very, very little. Of course, we were very active in the the church. My kids were raised in the church. And before anybody says anything, I know Jesus wasn't actually born on December 25th. However, uh, from the time that my kids were very small, Christmas Eve was set aside for recognizing Christ in Christmas, basically. And uh, because they were little kids, the one thing that we did is that we would bake a birthday cake. And, you know, we would decorate it and everything. And that night after dinner, we'd have the Christmas tree lights on and we would watch a video. It's a precious. Mo- you guys want to know what precious moments are, right? Of uh, course. The little yeah. figurines. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. Seth, you live in Missouri. You should definitely know what precious moments okay. are.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I think there's a whole museum there or something.
2: Like everyone has everyone, them. And they're yes. worth. And they're they they're were At one money. point. Yeah. Worst things, but now I don't think that they are because I think uh, I everyone know. has them.
0: Well, yeah. I have a whole shelf of them behind me because my mother-in-law well. keeps me in stock. Um, so, there you <laughs> um But sh- uh, we would have – we had this Precious Moments video that was the story of Christ being born and the, the the little angel that was sent to bring his crown to him. And he loses the crown on the way because he saves a little baby wolf. Aww. And so he has nothing to give to Jesus As he's born except the blanket that he carries around and so he that ends up becoming the swaddling clothes for the baby jesus and so it's these little precious moments figures and so my kids would watch this movie every year and then we would actually sing happy birthday and we would have birthday cake to celebrate jesus being born and then they would each get to open a gift and we always did the same thing the the christmas eve gift was always brand new christmas pajamas And they would get to put those on and we'd do some pictures and then they had to go to bed because Santa was coming, you know, and they still, my, one of my daughters, the one in Texas, I believe is still carrying on. She doesn't even have kids yet. She's still carrying on the birthday, the birthday party tradition, the birthday cake every year. So I hope they all do when they have kids, you know, just because it's something, I mean, I loved it when they were growing up. I thought it was It was just sweet, you know, and they, and I think they all have the movie. I think we bought VHS tapes when they were still on VHS tapes. Um, so I probably, oh, that's, that's a good idea. I should probably look for them on DVD or something now and see if I can find them. That's one of my favorite things because it just was, it was sweet, you know, and it was, it was quiet and just very all together. And I loved that. So that's my favorite tradition. I don't have that now, but now i have to come so up with new ones <laughs> i
1: I have, a, I have a question i have a question because we'd get invited to my dad's house like every year because he liked to do christmas eve and my stepmother bless her heart could not cook at all <laughs> oh. like like the turkey was always so dry it was like leather you know oh. and, and there was <laughs> there mcdonald's
0: <laughs> <laughs> everybody stopped for mcdonald's <laughs> and
1: every everybody in the whole family would stop at
0: mcdonald's and awesome and then and then
1: uh, we'd get there and she'd go eat why don't you eat something and we'd go oh mom You're we're full. we're we then we just <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh hungry. A little plate, you know. That's hilarious. She just, she was just a terrible, terrible cook. I mean, she couldn't cook anything, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm wondering, like, because there's some people that have like. Like family get-togethers, and they have these scrumptious dinners, you know. Me, when I cook, I can cook rolls from scratch that are just amazing. Like my wife drools over Mm. them, you know. And I know that my my sister, she can cook a a turkey that's just dripping, like juicy, amazing. Um, God, now I'm hungry. (laughs) And I (laughs) inherit... I want to eat now. (laughs) But there are other there there are other people that like they they cook can or they do candies and they and they put together batches of candies and they send them across the country to different relatives and stuff or they do molds and things did any of your like family members do anything like that for like celebrating the holidays
2: like I cooking
0: yeah anything like that well, yeah. i'm betting seth's mom does for sure oh, oh, oh yeah. no that okay I don't Uh-oh. think
2: she listens to this podcast. <laughs> she can cook.
0: Uh oh, here it comes.
2: What she duh, can cook? Duh, duh, duh. Okay, Look no. At that face. So, Look at that face. I know, right? Serious now. So well, because cooking. Everybody is a, tune in. Well, cooking is a big deal in the Showalter family, like the extended family. Um, grandma makes fried chicken. And it is to die for. Uh, she also makes for. mashed potatoes. And then everyone, like, there's casseroles and all of that. My mom's responsibility is to make the chocolate and coconut pie. That she does phenomenally. Like, it, there's she nothing better than my mom's meringue pie. Like, there is there is nothing better. But normal cooking, like casseroles and stuff, she's not really the best at that. And, and that's, you know, the family, we all... We all specialize to our skills, right? So, so she doesn't have to bring in a lot. She just has to focus on the pies. Let other people <laughs> do the other stuff.
1: You got to be careful on that because I, I noticed you look like somebody that was that was, you know, looking for the police. Last
2: well, night. I just uh, I don't. I <laughs> uh, uh. Somebody's I don't, gonna tell her. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that many of my family listen to my podcast, so I think I'm probably many. good. Uh oh. But you know, in the off chance. I don't know.
1: You might have to do some cleanup.
2: Yeah. Damage control. You know I'm good at that.
0: Yeah. I <sighs> I always did a lot of cooking. Um, I would try and bake cookies with the kids for a while. I don't have a lot of patience for that. <laughs> uh, I just don't. But I always did like the big meals, you know, and, and all that stuff. I would make rolls from scratch and the whole deal and pies from scratch and – I did all of that stuff. And then as the kids got a little older, of course, I started teaching the girls how to do a lot of it. And both of them loved to bake. And so they stepped into doing it. Uh, one of my daughters, Alyssa, can actually make – I can't have it anymore, but I remember she makes fantastic sourdough rolls and breads. And oh,
2: she has her own oh,
0: starter. Oh, like oh, she keeps oh. a starter, a sa- sourdough starter all the time. Like So they're oh, very, they're very much into that. And then at one point, my husband just kind of took over all the cooking. I had gotten to a point where I was really tired of cooking. And so he started doing it. So then he kind of took over the holidays, too. Um, So I literally don't do anything anymore. Nothing. And because I'm celiac now, I can't even have a lot of the stuff that I used to love to have. And he's had to really adapt a lot of the cooking. Wow. Because both my son and I have celiac. So we can't. You know, we can't have a lot of the pies or the rolls or the stuffing. I miss stuffing, you know. So he's had to adapt a lot of that. So even for Thanksgiving, just now, it was just the four of us here. I literally think I I like dressing. Like,
2: yeah, it's horrible. I hate stuffing. You mean like the stuffing that just is like potatoes and it's like all put together and mushy? No, it's
0: bread. It's it's onion, celery, bread with chicken broth and. And oh. like some people put sausage in it, other people make cornbread stuffing. And there's all different oh, kinds. Oh yes. And I can't have any of that anymore. And so it's very, it's very disappointing. Um so this last this last Thanksgiving, I think I spent the majority of the day snacking on olives and pickles, because <laughs> I love that kind <laughs> of stuff. Um and then I think I had a little bit of turkey, I had some mashed potatoes, and I had some sweet potatoes, and that was that was it. So I miss all the pies. I miss all the the rolls and the bread and you know, all the fun stuff. I don't get there, to have anymore. I used
1: to I used to be evil like we did, like a, a loaf of bread and I'd come in as soon as it came out of the oven and I would cut oh. the top the top of the loaf off and then just put like a big hunk of butter yes. on it and then I'd just run away with it and eat it. Oh my god, <laughs> just go I miss bread it. so
0: much. <laughs> and I don't care what I know people are gonna say, oh gluten free bread. No, yuck. It's not the same. So, okay, no,
2: I need – I have to go back. Time out. The reason (laughs) you can't have bread is because –
0: It has gluten in it. Okay. And I have celiac. I can't have gluten. It's not –
2: okay. Yeah, and you (laughs) – okay. Okay. I just, I mean, and I hear the celiac part. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't you're not eating bread because of bodybuilding or something no, like that. But no, that this is legitimately no. <laughs> you can't. Because I'm like, girl. I, I mean, it's there's holidays. there's stuff
0: I limit because of bodybuilding, but yeah, for holidays I would have still eaten it. But I just I can't. It makes um, I don't do it either,
1: Michelle. It's I it's eat, frustrating. I eat keto. I eat keto, so I stay away from it. Yeah. But I miss it, and every once in a while, I, I, you know, indulge just a little bit. But that's every once in a, a great. You while.
0: know what? Right after I first found out I had celiac, I did the same thing. I was like, okay, you know, I'll just feel bad for a little bit, but it gets worse and worse. And so you finally, at one point, you reach a you reach a tipping point where you're like, the pain is not worth. It's not worth that it, momentary yeah. satisfaction of of. Sal- I'll tell you right now, I would seriously love to have. Some white Wonder Bread peanut butter sandwich. I would like almost hurt somebody for that. I think about that all the time. Not only honey. I just want peanut butter on Wonder Bread. That's all (laughs) I want and I can't have it. Um, I actually, my son found a a restaurant here. It's called the Grilled Cheesery. Mm. And they actually have a grilled cheese sandwich made with gluten-free bread. And you go in and they can put all this stuff on it. So I just thought, all right, I really want a grilled cheese sandwich. I miss that so much. I'm going to go have one. And I went in and I got, you know, I I want the gluten-free bread, grilled cheese, American cheese. I want bacon on it. I mean, if we're going to do it, let's have a grilled cheese sandwich and some tomato soup, you know? Yes. The bread was so awful. It was so awful. I was so disappointed. (laughs) So I just said, forget it. I just can't do bread anymore because of that. So, But anyway, that's a big disappointment for me in the holidays. But the The cooking has always been there's always been a big meal and you know everybody around the table the I do laugh about this though the cranberry sauce nobody ever made cranberry sauce like from scratch oh, you love know
1: love because
0: my oldest son is the only one that likes cranberry sauce and he likes it from right out of the can. <laughs> They're so like excellent. Open the can, dump it in a the bowl. There you go. Everything wow. else homemade, but that. <laughs> wow.
1: See, I mean, I think I think food is is a rich heritage for you know family get togethers Yes. You know. Yeah. Because. And and I mean, unfortunately in the past it was all the women getting in the kitchen and all the men would sit and watch like football right, or something, right. <laughs> you know? And and I resented that like uh in my uh in my previous marriage, you know, it was like I was expected to go out in the kitchen with the women and all the men sat on their rear ends in the in the <laughs> living room and I was I was a little resentful. I was out there peeling Potatoes And I was like, you know, there's something not fair about this whole thing. You
0: know? Well, you know what? It's funny. We were just joking about that because in our house at Thanksgiving, my daughter-in-law and I were in the living room watching football. And my husband and my son were in the kitchen doing all the cooking. And I That's looked at her and I go, so this cool. is the life right here. <laughs> <laughs> this works. <laughs> yes, yes. Times, they
1: are a-changing. Yes, very much so. <laughs> Yeah, I just I like it if everybody would like do it all together. You know yeah, that would f- yeah. feel better to me and feel fair. And right. then you know we could all sit down together and watch football. That would be cool to me. Yeah, you know. But one of the one of the things that I loved was egg noodles.
0: Oh, I lo- oh! See, another thing I can't have, and I remember that too.
2: An we would egg, egg noodle.
1: We would do egg noodles. Yeah, there's these really thick frozen egg noodles that you could get in the store, or you could get them, make them from scratch. Uh, My grandmother made them way, way, way better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you do uh, the the thick egg noodles in a in a good uh, turkey chicken broth. You know, oh. like you take some of the broth from the turkey and and the chicken, you put it in there and then i had a uh, a mushroom dish that i i would do too i would do mushrooms and you you do fresh mushrooms and you cook those up and put uh sour cream in them mm. afterwards and they are yum yum yummy if you like mushrooms they're delicious so so there was something really really neat about food in my family too mm-hmm. with the fellowship and yeah. and uh, you know something that you looked forward to Um, I loved
0: uh I loved the noodles. My grandmother made them from scratch, and she would roll them out on the counter, and they'd be there. You know how they have to kind of dry, yeah. And she would have them cut, and I would sneak in there every few minutes and grab some and eat them like before they're cooked. I loved the dough, and I would eat them, and then I would try to make it look like I hadn't touched them. I I can't (laughs) tell you how much raw egg noodle dough I ate. They were so good.
2: <laughs> I don't know what an egg noodle is. It's I'm egg, really...
0: salt, and flour. And you mix oh, it all up Seth. and you roll oh. it out and you make your own noodles. It's And then you cut and them you... and they dry out and you then you put them in stock or something like that. And it's like chicken noodle soup. kind it's, kinda it's kinda homemade like sp- noodles.
1: It's kind of like a spaghetti, but it's different. Yeah.
0: It's, okay. it's, it's like so good. But
1: it's not. It's very so different. Good. It's a very different tasting noodle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, it's good. but they're 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 delicious. Yeah, yes. They're really good. Especially fresh when you make them fresh. Yes. They're yum, yum,
0: yummy. Oh god, now I really want to eat. <laughs> and well, I just I ate a s- bowl of oatmeal, but now I really want to eat some more. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I need I need
2: to go up and and um, Chris made a comment about mm-hmm. eighteen minutes ago that <laughs> I, I think that as a mental podcast we need to address. He asked Uh-oh. Will there be Hanukkah oh, or Kwanzaa inclusion <laughs> on this episode? And uh, we have—I mean, at least I, when I talk about family traditions, am thinking about Christianity. That's right. my upbringing. That's when I think Christmas or I think holidays. That's right. where my mind goes. It's based right. upon Christian traditions. However, traditions can vary, right? Absolutely, um, Absolutely. across faith-based uh denominations or sectors categories mm-hmm. um do we know of any of the traditions for said
0: i don't i don't face? i i will be honest and say i know almost next to nothing about kwanzaa
2: yeah um, I, I don't i don't know anything
1: when i was in uh i was living in arusha in tanzania uh, around this time of the year they had boxing day and you know they would ride through uh the the main center square and the in the trucks and celebrate Boxing Day that was a big deal there so like there's there's always uh, holidays to be celebrated and I and I think the the neat thing to remember is that holidays are times of remembering family remembering faith remembering that there are good things in life to celebrate remembering. Yeah the things that we are thankful for and, and the gifts that we do have. So regardless of whether it is surrounding uh, traditions or food or uh, fellowship, whatever it is, you know, I, I think that those are the values that we have, you know, been given by our family and uh, our upbringing, our experience, whatever, you know, we have gathered, you know, in our, in our uh, collective, experience collective experience um so to me i just think it's it's that's what it is and it's a beautiful thing
0: well you know that brings up something that that i don't know if it should be addressed here or not but i i feel like it's something that a lot of people are very ignorant of i was ignorant of it you know the whole the whole discussion between happy holidays and merry christmas you know is it it comes from a a place of of us really trying to only center on Christianity if you think about it because there are how many there's like 40 some holidays within a very short period of time at this yes. time of year. That's the whole point of saying happy holidays is because you don't know what that other person is celebrating or what their traditions are it's and honoring honor. that person yeah yes and and you know that's very shocking to me. I knew I knew Hanukkah of course, I knew Christmas. I didn't realize there was as many though as there are. If um,
2: people struggle to wear masks. In yeah, order right. to show respect <laughs> for others and protecting them, do you think people are going to change their vocabulary? Yeah. Thank goodness Donald Trump made it okay to say Merry Christmas again. Oh, for God's Can we This is
1: where you got to throw out that Jesus is the reason for the season. Yes, you know? yes. You know,
2: <laughs> I just. <laughs> We're talking about family traditions. I'm just speaking to my conservative upbringing. Um, you well, know. that's
0: what I mean, though that has been that has been the focus for most people in the United States. Is because Christianity, of course, for many many years was the dominant religion. I don't know right. that it still is. Maybe it still is, but there mm. is a bigger influence now of other faith traditions. And there is nothing wrong with respecting those people and saying Happy Holidays rather than Merry Christmas. And I don't think it's some demonic plot you know as it was presented in in my stream anyway um the other thing is and this was something i had to learn when it came back to to languages you know uh people that would freak out about the merry xmas mm-hmm. instead of merry christmas put the christ back in christmas and i was always, i was always like why did they do that you know but then when i started researching it and and trying to understand the word for for christ in greek starts with the letter x <laughs> it was an abbreviation that was used, and it it was honoring of Christ. It wasn't divisive. It wasn't dismissive, and so we've we've got all of these mindset issues within Christianity around these holiday around these holiday times specifically that seem to make it very unfriendly for people of other faiths. Apparently, you know, if I'm if I'm you know, Kwanzaa almost became a joke. I st- like I said, I still don't know really what that is because. When that first came out, I thought I thought somebody had made it up to be disparaging. And, it, you know, apparently it's a holiday. But again, I don't know that much about it. I should probably learn because that is respectful of other people. Agreed. So, I don't know. Maybe that should be part of our tradition is that we go learn about something else in this time of year and how other people are celebrating it.
2: I wish that were a thing. I really do.
0: It can but be. It just takes each one of us doing it.
2: It's hard. Um, well, it's just that would never happen <laughs> in my family. But well, establishing you know norms down the line when I have my own, absolutely.
0: Yeah.
2: For sure. Yes, PK.
0: PK has her hand up. Yes, she does. Well, even...
1: <laughs> Well, I'm learning to do that when you guys get on a roll. Um, uh, sorry. When, no, you no, notice no. I, do it no. Too. I, do I had, it too. I had my time. I had my time. <laughs> no, last, even last night when we were, when we were there at that, uh, that lighting, the tree lighting, somebody had taken chalk and I took a picture of it and, uh, written in the, uh, in the, uh, sidewalk right there. It said, uh, uh, let me, let me read it. It said, finding Jesus Christ in St Petersburg. Hm. You know. And and you know, they had to write that there. So it it it's like honoring other people is love. Yes. That's the essence of Christ. So if you're going to love people, you got to love people where they are instead of demanding that they they do everything as you do.
2: The great commission, the great commission PK Oh, for goodness' we sake! We are meant to go and make b- fishers of men. We are supposed to turn everyone into fishermen. We're, that's that's good what we're thing supposed I to do. I can't
0: reach you from here. <laughs> no kidding! That's a smack upside the back of the head, right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Seth. So how said does, it, how does it feel to work with two women that are old enough to be your mom? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Remember that before before the two of you were on the show. It was just me on this show. <laughs> I picked you intentionally. You were chosen. You were hand did you, did, did you
0: need correction? Is that what you I
2: did? <laughs> need as much help.
0: He's taking credit for it. As I, I can saying. possibly
2: get. <laughs> I am not taking credit for it.
1: It was all me. It was all me. Seth Whatever. was behind the curtain. It's my. What-
2: <laughs> Listen, this started with me. I can take some credit. How if God? Wait, I was about to make a God analogy that probably Uh-oh. won't fly too well, so we won't do that. <laughs> well. just know, I, I know, I'm very happy to have both of you on this show, and and there's intention with it. Um, I mm-hmm. need as much help as I can possibly get.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. we, we all really do. do. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you, PK. Um. <laughs>
2: you really do. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I, I don't know. You know, I know. Well, I shouldn't say this. I was going to say I know Chris meant that as a joke. He, maybe he didn't. But I think it does bring up a good point. Yeah. Maybe that should be a tradition for each one of us is that each year we learn something new about somebody else's traditions or faith in their faith <laughs> traditions. Maybe maybe just even educating ourselves and including it in, in our observance is helpful. In, I mean, I, I know it's not millions of people doing it, but I think one by one is how things change. So Absolutely. it seems to me like that would be honoring, you know. Just Absolutely. Thought. Now I'm going to go find out what Quanz is about. So yeah. <laughs> just because yeah, I feel it. woefully ignorant, so that's it. But well, but well, so what's one thing that you guys each are going to do? As we get closer to the day of Christmas, what's, what's one thing that you're looking forward to? I can tell you,
1: I, um, we've got a little tree because we've downsized Mm -hmm. and we've got presents around the tree and there is, uh, some really cool stuff there for my wife this year. (laughs) So I'm excited to see her unwrap that. But she told me while we were walking on the beach yesterday that one of her gifts to me is a massage.
0: <gasps> nice. Ah.
1: So uh, in the coming days, I get to look for and I have the lid is off. I can go. <laughs> she has told me I can get like. Hulk Hogan, if I want to, to do my massage. <laughs> so, so I am going to be looking for the best masseuse in Pinellas County, Florida <laughs> to take care of me. And, and I'm hoping that this happens before COVID stops the masseuses from doing their thing uh-huh. because I really want them. I really want a massage. Just, I really want a massage. <laughs> so, um yeah so that's what I'm going to be doing and you know if it's not a christmas tradition I'm sorry but it's okay. I really want Santa Claus to run his hands all over me and make me happy Girl you're preaching to the oh
2: choir Oh
0: my god
2: Come on you know yes yes
0: I'm all about that Ho 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 there's a whole holiday fantasy going
1: on you do <laughs> The whole thing. He doesn't even have to wear a suit. I'm all good with that. <laughs> just let oh your fingers goodness. do the walk-in, Santa. <laughs> just take care of me. Come on, Daddy. Uh,
2: so Okay, a tradition I am looking forward oh to.
1: He just totally he killed that man. I, I could have laughed. I could've went on that for like two more minutes. Well,
2: I mean come on, Daddy. I, <laughs> Actually,
1: uh, my my daughter uh, in Houston, she told me that she has a, a gal that walks on her. Oh, I wouldn't like and, that. And, and does a massage, and she said she is so like tough that she really gets in and beats her up. and And I wondered whether or not that would like make me happy or not. But she like she's like a judo master and gets on her and just like grinds right into her with her elbows and everything. And I and I wondered.
0: See, that's, that's the thing for me. I, I get a massage about once a month. If I have an injury, I'll do it more often, but at least once really? a month. Really? And I do not use a female masseuse at all because they have a tendency to use their elbows. And I despise elbows being used on me. I love deep tissue massage. I bring the pain. Let's do it. I'm good with that. I don't like the elbows and men typically do not use their elbows. Their hands are bigger. They're stronger. So they actually don't have that necessity. They'll use their forearm, which I'm okay with. But that pointy elbow, I do not like. Um, and so, you know, I had to tell my husband like, hey, I'm sorry if this bothers you, but I'm only going to a male masseuse because <laughs> I need them to bring that pain. I, I like that deep tissue massage. Awesome. No
2: pain, no gain. Too.
0: Exactly. You but can I have walk a on me any day. Now I don't, want, I don't want anybody walking on me, but I have a friend who's a bodybuilder and she absolutely cannot, if somebody's even puts a little pressure on her, it makes her feel sick. It makes her feel nauseated. So you can wow. have a full range of, you know, like response to that. So well, just I've be aware of had, that.
1: <laughs> I've only ever had one and he was a gay guy that mm-hmm. did it. And I cried in the middle of it and I didn't even like I'm I'm talking away while he's doing it and all of a sudden I started crying and he goes it's okay
2: people do this. He's yeah, pretty good. It, he's good with his hands, isn't he?
0: Well, yeah, but he there's there's actually yeah. an anatomical reason for that. There are certain pressure points in your body. Uh the hips are very aligned with emotion. And so if you are having a low back massage or anything like that, it actually can bring up uh emotion. Wow. And, and it's, it's just how your body functions. Isn't that amazing?
1: Next time on Mental.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. So all kinds of things being learned today.
2: <laughs> so what's what's your tradition that you're looking forward to, Michelle?
0: Well, I'm having to build some new ones this year because, of course, we've moved across the country and I only have yeah. one of my children here uh, with his wife. And so, yeah, it's a little different. My husband is a huge, huge, huge fan of Christmas, um, like the giddy little kid. Kind of excited about Christmas, yeah. Big six foot two, you know, former marine. He's all (laughs) about Christmas, whereas I am not like that. Uh, So I have to really work at building up some enthusiasm. So I actually planned something for us for today. That we're gonna be doing it'll it's gonna take the rest of the afternoon and evening. Um and I can't say it out loud because I know he's not far away and I don't wanna Aww, I don't wanna give it surprise. away. But it's it's all Christmas related. I think he's gonna have a fun time and uh so I'm looking forward to that because I know he'll enjoy it a lot. oh So that's I'm I really looking that. forward to that. And we still have to get a Christmas tree. We haven't done that yet, so. But it will not be like have you guys watched uh Christmas vacation, Chevy yes, Chase, Christmas. Oh of my course. God, my, yeah. One of my favorite movies ever. We will not be driving into the middle of nowhere and digging a tree out of the ground. We will not be doing that.
2: <laughs> Fair.
0: Fair. <laughs> All right, Seth, what about you? Christmas vacation. I tradition am looking, looking forward, forward
2: to? to laying by a fireplace. Oh. <gasps> that is, I live for it. In fact, I have, because I don't, in my condo, I don't have a fireplace, but I have like one of those electric heaters that has like a little fire on it to like mm-hmm. give me the ambiance of a fire. But I absolutely live to lay next to the fireplace, watch movies and uh read a good book.
0: Yes. Oh, so, so that sounds lovely. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm really, that's I'm living for that. Um, and I'm very, very excited. And even my parents in the basement now, they bought, um, so we have a fireplace upstairs, but in the basement they have like one of those massive like fireplace things that hangs on the wall, even
0: oh. that changes colors. You now it's not a real yeah. fire,
2: but you know what I mean. It doesn't matter if I'm downstairs or I'm upstairs. It still I'm makes happy you feel relaxed
0: got, and pleasant,
2: right? I've got flames yeah. happening, so I'm I'm, I'm happy.
0: <laughs> that would be but, nice. Uh,
2: this was a fun conversation, and I think having yeah, a discussion about family the traditions place. is, is important things. because. We were, but uh, yeah. we do have a hotline now. Yes,
0: What's yes, it, we have a hotline. We have a hotline. I don't remember the phone Someone number, but we have a hotline. <laughs> I think somebody it's, that remembers the phone uh, number should talk about it because it's not me that remembers. I, uh,
2: I think it's like three one four six nine zero five zero zero five. But oh crap, my god, to, we're I
0: horrible. Need, we don't even know our. I need. Phone I, need
2: I need to check that. Uh, <laughs> we.
1: Have a hotline. I'm going to tell you what it is. Please, it is. Do it. Three, three, one, four, six, nine, zero, five, double O oh, five.
2: I was right. Seth
1: was right.
2: <laughs> and what does that mean? That means that you can call us or text us with your thoughts, your suggestions, your feedback. Maybe something you want us to talk about, maybe it's something personal. If you want to be mentioned on the show or offer any suggestions, please feel free to reach out to us. We would love to hear your feedback.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yes, we would. And you know what? Right now you could probably share some of your traditions. That might yes. be
2: nice. We would if you would like to, please Call or text us, leave a message, um, let us know what some of your family traditions are, and we may share that on the next podcast episode. Also, if you're interested in mental, I just want to let you know, we're no longer on the Fade to Gray Network feed. Right. All right? So, if you want to listen to our show in podcast form, please check us out at mental Podcast. Um, If you've been relying on the network feed to get our episodes, please start listening to us on mental um, because that is where all future episodes are going to be aired. And if you are interested in the show and want to be an engaging member, um, I want to let you know we have a Facebook group. We've got a Facebook page, likely where you're seeing this video. And also, we have a Patreon. Um, And with the Patreon, we offer a Marco Polo group uh, where you can have direct access to P.K. Langley and Michelle and I. And you. I said I. I know, but it didn't sound like
0: you were going to. Well, I mean, you know.
2: You know, so if, um, can someone describe what Marco Polo is for people who might be unaware? Video
0: texting. Video texting. Yes. It's that simple. I had to explain it to somebody the other day. Polo. It's just like texting somebody, but it's done in video form. You hit a button, you say what you're going to say, and you hit the button to turn it off. It's that simple. It's a lot of fun. It's way better than texting. There's no typos. It doesn't take a long time.
2: And I'll just tell you this. If you were to get a text message or a video message from Michelle Collins when she's been driving and she is upset, (laughs) let me just tell you, you want it in Marco Polo format, okay? You do not want that in a text. You do not want that over the phone. You want that via Marco Polo because you want to see those facial expressions as-
0: And my ranting and profanity, of course.
2: Because it's stuff I live for you know and
0: i haven't had a good rant video in a while and i
2: i'm very thankful to marco polo for that because quite frankly i don't think this show would have the chemistry it does if it weren't for marco polo so check
1: it out I just think you should have a driving show, Michelle. You think so? so? I don't know. It's so fun, the way you
0: talk to other drivers on the road. It's fun. I'm not a nice person when I drive. (laughs) I'm an aggressive driver, and I'm not nice. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) You dumbass! (laughs) But I am going to wrap
2: up this episode now. So I want to thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week.
0: Bye, everybody. Bye.